we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. <laughs> it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. What? Bill Bellamy. Back. Back. <laughs> we in here. Yo, y'all got to make me like official play cousin. Yeah, no like, problem. I'm, like, I'm literally like, I feel like I'm I'm related to y'all. Like, he like, sees all of us outside of here. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm officially a part of the Breakfast Club. I love the feeling. Now, you said yesterday you were trying to out-drink Angela Yee. It's impossible. Impossible. Ladies and gentlemen, let it be known that the little oh, cutie right here, little oh shorty God. short, could walk through tequila like it's iced tea. Every time I see you, too, oh we Oh, my God. Like, I did King's Theater, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. So, we go to this really beautiful Caribbean spot called The Grill in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Right. King's Theater, go down the street. So Donnell Rollins is like, yo, B, if y'all hungry and you want some real Caribbean food, you got to go to The Grill. Cool. We go there. Boom, boom. Next thing I know, here come little shorty Angela coming around the corner. Hey, Bill! 
She got a bottle in her hand already. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the grill. Boom, boom. She her shots for everybody. I like, like work it. there. I fake work there. Yeah, you know, it looked like you like waiting the VIP there. The VIP <laughs> hostess. So she's walking around with the bottle right. like she got from BevMo. She's just walking around. Welcome to Nicorel. Bam, bam. That was the first one. I was like, I ain't even get my planters. I ain't get no beans, no nothing. But he was just, going for it. Then, but then I'm thinking like I'm eating a little bit. All I had was two pieces of chicken and a little rice. Here she come again. Round two. Boom, boom. <laughs> I'm like, yo, is she sponsored by tequila? Because I'm thinking she don't have the outfit. She don't have an outfit on. Because you usually had an outfit. Right, an ambassador. She was like, and brand ambassador. I'm like, yo, I think that's her tequila. Not lying. I'm not making this up. We talking with some other people. Donnell, we laughing. Lala's there. And your boy. Anthony Ramos. It's a bunch of people that New York cats, right? Next thing you know, she's like, Belle. Did I get you again? I was like, no. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. She do it every 15. Don't go out with her, bro. No, well, you know what I do when I, when he I do throws, he, he, Yeah, he throws his shots out. I throw it on the floor. Oh! And you know what a waste that is? We are in a recession. You, can't, you be throwing it over the shoulder? Mm-hmm. All the time. Oh, I'm like, you ready? That's a good move. Oh, if you take a shot, not throw it behind my shoulder. But that's why you got to watch him. So they be that's watching you watch him. So you, you ain't never lit like we are. You like, you just... No, you, I, I got lit too many times. So you, Especially with Angela Yee, so I don't do it no more. You, you or what? what you do is you take the shot, and then you get a chaser. And then you spit it back in the chaser. Oh, oh my gosh. Those are the two you do. So, Envy, you spit, you don't swallow? And, or don't 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 go there with her. Don't, just, don't, don't go there with her. She's don't so, go there with her. She's so or nasty. what you she's do so is nasty. you get the bartender. You couldn't do it in this situation, but right. you get the bartender. You give her twenty dollars when we take shots to pour water in mine. Oh. But you know what I do? I switch with people because I know people do stuff like that. So when you're oh, with somebody you like Emmy, you be like, here, you take this one, I'll take that one. Let's see. <laughs> I know all the tricks. No, she, no she, she's like, she a pro, but I promise you, man, I had such a good time, and I want to give a special shout-out to, to Brooklyn because, like, you know, that show was incredible, and then just the energy of coming back to New York and people out again, mm-hmm. that, 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 that energy for me is everything because it was a while. Like, it took me, like, two years to come back here and do a show. I mm-hmm. shot my uh, comedy special here, mm-hmm. and I, I had to wait damn near 18 months for the city to open up, do all that. Well, or do you have to be vaccinated? Do you have to yep, do yep, this, yep. this, that, and the other? You got to wash your booty before you go to a show. So <laughs> You should wash your booty before. You got, yeah, yeah, but you, you, you would date mandatory wash your booty. You know? <laughs> so what's been going on? But of course, you I know, want comedy. my life back. Ah! <laughs> That's the name of the special. Yes. Yeah, the special. When does that come out? June 4th? It's out. It's out right now. Yeah, it's, it's out, out right now. It's, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's it's probably, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and say it's my best hour. Just right. because I, I've had, like, Ladies Night Out was dope. Crazy Sexy Dirty was dirt too. But this one right here I think what's cool about this hour that I did is that it's the feeling that I think everybody got like they mm-hmm. want their life back like mm-hmm. it's one of those sort of feelings that I think I captured the feeling of the country where people were like yo what's going on with these kids not going back to school mm-hmm. what's going on with this vaccination stuff what's going on with the with the, with the uh, Capitol Hill yes like, I want to talk about that because yeah. I did listen to it so the January 6th hearings are yes. going on that's now. what's unbelievable and, mm-hmm. yes and so you talked about <laughs> just these white people you said there was black people there but they didn't go inside right they was scared <laughs> one dude did the one rapper did y- yeah but he you know he, it's always one just one but I, the joke I said is like you know black people know crime and but we also know no time so we know that's 15 to 20 so that's why we stayed on the steps the white people just ran in there we're going inside <laughs> oh my god 
running into the bathrooms, yeah. running up the staircases, no plan of attack. They just ran. Right. Like, and then figured it out while they was running. I didn't know when I was doing this joke like a year and a half ago that right now is the hearings. Like, That's you know so how long timely. It, right. so, it, so it's actually weird. It's weird good timing that something that I'm talking about is right now. So what are it, you thinking while you're watching the hearings? Have you been keeping up with yo, what's going on? I think crazy. it's insane. It's really crazy. I'm trying to figure out what the end game is because it's like, you know, the president didn't do a lot of things he should have did, mm -hmm. and he looks bananas right yeah. now. Like, is, are, is it going to be a charge or are we just wasting time? Like, because you, you see, as it unravels, how many people had to allow this to happen. Right. Absolutely. And you saw him doing, like, the rehearsal. Did you see that? Oh, clip? that was I saw that this morning. Yeah. I can't say that. I'm not saying that. I don't, <laughs> yeah, don't want to. I already said this. I'm, I'm say not going to say this again. Oh, defied what? <laughs> now, I was going to ask you. Now, you What's talk that? about the pandemic. You got a, you got a big family. So how yes. was the, the family during the pandemic with your kids and everything? Because Bro. now you're not on the road. Yeah. So you really got to talk to your sons and your, and your wife. Yo, right? yo, yo, yo. I really have... realized, like, yo, like, I knew my kids. I thought I knew my kids. I learned my kids for real. Them two years was grinding time like, like I'm like yo I know you're crazy I know you need more uh, education like I just realized <laughs> like you've been skipping class like yo I thought you were smarter than that you know or whatever and then and then it's also too it's like they was like daddy like you gonna be another day like they used to me being gone so now I see all they moves and the funny thing is my kids play me one way play my wife the other way it's like I see I see oh I see how y'all be doing <laughs> Ah! They come get me like in the driveway. Yo, dad, what's up? And try to get me to go this way. And then I come in the house and she be like, what is it? Who said that? Dad. I'm like, oh, you're trying to get me under a federal investigation. <laughs> federal investigation. Who's, who's the nicer, more lenient one out of you and your wife? If the kids, uh, you know. If they're going to say me. Okay. But the thing about me is I'm fair. Like I, I'm, I'm like I'm a throwback dad with mm -hmm. a little bit of the nuances of the the new dad, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm kind of like James Evans mm -hmm. trapped inside of like trying to be a little more like the new wave dad. Correct. But I can't go from the old school because that's how I was raised, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I, well, my thing is my kids got to be accountable. Ain't no free rides, right? <laughs> like I'll take care of you, but you got to do your thing. But they sometimes they be want to skip that and be like, oh my God, Dad, you're like so aggressive. Well, <laughs> I'm aggressive. I'm glad my daughter said that all the time. Yeah, she I'm does. Like, Dad, why do you talk to me like that? You do how talk. To you do talk crazy. <laughs> how am I supposed to you, talk to you? You know what it is? You both of you are performers. That's why. Huh? Because you probably are used to like getting on stage, and Envy's used to doing his DJ voice. Right. So sometimes well, daddy like, voice is different. Yeah, that's what I'm. It's supposed to be, but sometimes right. it might cross over into the. Yo, my daughter tried to pull some little smooth. Because girls, to me, like. I learned so much being a dad <laughs> of a girl. Y'all learn how to move early, and y'all know how to manipulate. Like, but it's a smooth manipulate, not in a mean way. Like, I remember when my daughter was like 11, she was like, Daddy, I really think it's time for me to have a phone. And, and here's the thing. All of my friends communicate with it, and it would be a wonderful way for me to communicate with my <laughs> friends. So I need the iPhone 9. Yeah. Or whatever it was. And I was like, you know what? That was a wonderful setup. Yeah, it's good. Let's I go. crashed my parents' car, and <laughs> I was only 15. You crashed the car? Yeah, I stole it, crashed the car, put it back in the driveway, <sighs> didn't say anything. My dad came in, started yelling at me, and I was like, I'm okay, thanks for asking. Oh, oh 
you slick. Oh, I would beat my daughter's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I would beat my daughter's ass. No, but then you got to walk off after that, you know? I'm going to grab you by the little hair. Thank you for being concerned about me. So the car's more important than me, daddy? Thank you. What did your dad say after that? What could he say? He was quiet. Yeah, what could he say? It's hard. Yeah, you feel kind of bad. Like, I just yelled at her. What if something happened? Yeah, my daughter, my daughter, I, I, I give her, like, it's it's so funny, like, I think the best experience is having a daughter for a guy. Absolutely. I really do. I just think there's something wonderful about what it teaches us. Mm -hmm. You know, with your son, you're going to be on some man. I always tell dudes it's like AM, FM, right? With your daughter, you might be on FM. Your son, you're going to be on AM. It's two <laughs> different wavelengths. That's facts. And you're going to communicate different. What I love about being the father of a daughter is you learn your emotions differently. Right. Because you ain't going to ever be that way with your son. Correct. Like, there's certain moves you do with your son, and, and it's this way. But with your daughter, you they force you to deal with your feelings. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. You know what? Absolutely. That brings me to <laughs> I want my life back. Because yes. you also talked about how men aren't good at being side pieces, but women. Yeah, as far know. as our emotions and <laughs> controlling like that, things, okay. I think it's funny because right. you talk about how we can be like, okay, I see you, okay, but y'all will lose your mind. No, see, the, the funny thing about that joke, when <laughs> I first wrote that joke about men are not good at being side chicks mm -hmm. because <laughs> men are ego-driven. Correct. And our egos can't bear the thought that we're coming off the bench for a chick. I agree. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's facts. It's, but a woman can come off the bench for you, but you the thought that you, that she walked in this club and she act like she don't know you for a man is bananas. And if you Spanish, Spanish dudes are really crazy. Like, they, they, <laughs> like you talking about Juan and Manuel, you talking about them, when they see they girl and they think they side chick is they real girl and they with they real woman and they can't process. Like, it goes haywire because they got to they gotta sit in it. And she, she acting like she don't know, and he like, yo, ah. <laughs> so when I used to, when I first time I did that joke, the first three nights I did it, it caused fights. Really? That's why I knew I was cooking. I was like, oh, people feel this. Because I remember when I was doing a joke one time, a girl was like, it's like that? Oh, it's like that, huh? And I was like, he must be fresh in this situation with a side chick, and it's volatile in here. Next thing I know, whoop, 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 cops is at the comedy show. Wow. They, I, I, what? I, what happened? I ain't even you. You. You mad at me over something I did two years ago? It got real. That's the worst explanation. Yeah, something I did two, <laughs> two years, years ago. Two years ago. Something I did a week. Uh, yes. Ten years ago. Something I did five years. That's the worst. It's on thing your books. It's on your books. <laughs> it's on the books. <laughs> That's the word, because that just lights another fire. Like, what? What? You telling me when I should get over it? Yeah. And so the side chick thing, um, what I like about it was I flipped it the other way, because usually, you know, as as men, we we look at it from the female way. I wanted to flip it on us. Like, right. okay, now the, now the table's turned. How you living? <laughs> How you living when she walk in here and you see her real life? Like, that's that's tight on you. And you you with your lady. You gotta you gotta eat that. In the club and people see you. And, and that's most, when you know you in love with your side chick. Yeah, because you didn't <laughs> the joke is men don't know their feelings. They learn them. You see, think, follow me on that. Yeah. Dudes don't really know how they care or if they really care like that. The moment teach you. Yeah, because y'all also always try to act like you don't care. Yeah, dudes be acting like, y'all, I'm, I'm good, B, whatever she do. It's just like, even if you break up with your girl, right, there's always one person more in love than the other one, right? <laughs> and so the funny thing is, like, if your girl, you and your girl break up, and she move on quick, you be hot. 
You, right. know, you know what? You're right. And I'm thinking now, right? You're right. We just had this incident in my crib, right? Right. So my wife was like, yeah, I'm thinking about going away with the girls. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Right. Until she bought the ticket. Then, yeah, then you was on. like, yo, you really you leaving? Really going? Like, 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 y'all leaving tomorrow, you really, tomorrow? Like, you really leaving? Like, in the morning, like, how many days? And then I hit it with this, Bill. I, hit this, I said, so, if me and my boys, we went on a boys' trip. You right. do that you every cool weekend. You good with it? You be, you be cool with that? She be like, yeah, but you really don't go anywhere like that. I said, but what if I did? Yeah. I said, you really gonna go? And then I started doing the math. I said, so, wait a minute. You gonna spend... <laughs> This money to fly, or you flying first class, right? Yeah. Okay. And here, and there, and there, and, and and I don't go. She was like, "Yeah, you said it was cool. You said I." Right. I'm like, I ain't mean that though. I ain't mean that. You, you ain't really mean it. You really should pay for her and all her friends on the girls' trip. You should pay for the um villa. What? Be some good see, husband this, moves. See, give us some game. Yeah. I'm telling you. Be like, you, I'm gonna pay for the villa for y'all. Or you know what you do? You pay mm-hmm. for a dinner for a night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me treat you and the ladies to dinner. The, y'all have a good time. You smooth it over. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. She a pimp. Yeah, she, she is. Pimp. She she is. Now let's talk about this podcast. You got a new podcast. Yes, sir. Top billing with Bill Bellamy. Yes. Talk about the podcast. So and why you decided to do first it. First and foremost, I'm gonna give you your flowers, both of y'all. You know, you guys have done such a wonderful job of locking in on the culture. And one of the things that I wanna give you flowers about is like you you guys reminded me, and I said this to you on your show, mm-hmm. that you guys reminded me of my contribution to the culture, like I forgot. Remember I came in there and mm-hmm. I was talking about, yo, the, the different mo- uh, interviews I had with mm-hmm. like, you know, Lil' Kim and this and that. And I, and I was like, yo, that's bugged out. Like literally I was on top of the game with everybody. And so it spawned in, in my head that maybe I can contribute again to the culture, but in a way that I can control it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to do a podcast that was my personality plus funny, Plus, like, kick it with all the top cats in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, now that we grown, mm-hmm. you know, and I know everybody, mm-hmm. so that's how Top Billing came out. And then, you know, I teamed up with um, Dave Mays, who uh, created The Source. Yep, shout know, to Dave created, Mays. Uh, he also has Don't Call Me White Girl yeah, on there. We love her. It, it, the Funny Marco, like, they're, yep. they're, they're doing, and uh, Freeway Ricky uh, Ross has a brand new uh, podcast as well. So, so it's going to be eclectic stuff for the culture. I'm sort of like, I feel like my show is the marquee show mm-hmm. in a sense where I'm going to go out and grab 50. I'm going to grab Floyd Mayweather. I'm going to grab Elon Musk. I'm going to grab all these like top billing kind of people that have been game chambers game changers. That's what I want to do. I saw the last episode you had Lunell on and y'all had a really interesting conversation (laughs) about family. Yes. And it is different like when a woman, because she she goes on the road and Mm. she didn't realize until she went on Ayala Fix My Life with her family, um, you know, there there were some issues with her being gone because sometimes as a person that works all the time, I'm sure, Envy, you could relate to that too. Mm-hmm. When you have kids, you travel a lot and you don't realize the effect of not being there. You're thinking about, I'm making money. I'm taking care of it. Right. To make your life better, but that also means a sacrifice of me not being able to be there. And I know for you, and you've said this, um, you know, at numerous times, how you really had to step back because you wanted to make sure yeah, you didn't miss things. It's hard. Like when uh, Lunell did that interview, it was really emotional because I felt her pain, right? Because she was like, I'm a mom, I'm a female, you know, in a male dominated sport comedy, and I'm grinding, I'm trying to take care of my family, blah, blah, blah. And she couldn't be there for her daughter like that. And I was like, dang, because we never think about the mm-hmm. other side mm-hmm. of, you know, you know, women going through it and being the maternal thing as a woman missing your baby, that's tough, right? So I was like, dang. So when I was getting, and this is the hardest thing for me, Envy, you could relate to this. When your success comes like that, you don't know when your wave comes. 
So you catch a wave and you gotta go get it. Like, you know, the wave might stop. Right. So you're making all this money, you traveling, you on point, bing, bing, mm-hmm. bing, but then you got school stuff. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, like, I, nev- I, I didn't care what I was doing. I was not missing daddy, daughter dance. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me <laughs> was gonna be my epic moment with my daughter. Like, there's no way she's in fourth grade and then all the dads showed up. I don't care if I had a $80 million movie, I'm not doing it, right? And so I had to pick and choose jobs based on my kids and my wife and my life and what we needed to do so that I wouldn't wake up one day and I have nothing. Yeah. Do you know was, what I mean? It's was hard. there like a moment that something happened that you said, okay, I have to make this conscious decision or did you always feel like that? The oddest thing was I learned this lesson from D.L. Hughley, right? So I'm at D.L. Hughley's daughter's, I don't know, 18th or 17th birthday party and all the entertainers are there. Mm-hmm. And he's, he really was emotional, right? He said, I wish I could go back and have created more moments with you. I worked so hard that I don't have any memories like I I should have. Mm. And I sat there and I was like, yo, that's deep as hell. Cause D always working. Mm -hmm. And I was, and my daughter at that time was probably two or three. And I said, yo man, that's that's fire information. Mm -hmm. So, because if you don't create memories and moments, you don't have them. Mm -hmm. Correct. I don't care how much money you make, you don't. You will not have a connection with your children the way you think you should have, right? right. And then you can't go back to fix it. So when I heard that, I, I kept that in my head. Shout out to D.L. Hughley. I was like, yo, I gotta balance this thing. Cause I'm like, I, I don't wanna feel like he's feeling right now because that's a real feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's when I said, yo, no matter what I'm doing, I'm gonna make time. Now that's good. cause. I haven't got there yet. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because like you said, it's a wave, right? Right. And we've seen so many friends, celebrities, athletes, artists, rappers, DJs, comedians hit that wave and then lose that wave. Ugh. And then never bounce back. Yes, sir. So it's like, while you got that wave, you try to do both. So I try to bring my family along with me. Which is good. Which, Like if I got a show or I got to do something, I try to bring everybody with me or bring my son or daughter with me. So... That way they can experience, but that's always been a tough. And I would say, since a kid, I've been waiting for the daddy-daughter dance. And you know, I have four daughters and never had a dance. Their school's never had it. No! We never had that growing up either. We never had a daddy-daughter dance. I've seen it on TV. I've been dying. My my one daughter, she's 20, nothing. She's gone. Uh, my other one yeah, is, is nine. We haven't had one yet. The one that's five, still no. Bro. Like, it, I've been waiting for the daddy-daughter dance. Yo, so it's probably the most epic. I'm going like, to get a limo. You got to do it. Like, you got to make one up so you can have a feeling. Let me tell you what, for all the dads out there that got daughters, let me tell you why the daddy-daughter dance <laughs> is so fly. Because it's almost like Cinderella. You know, it's almost like, you know, Prince Charming or whatever, right? But your daughter is so beautiful she got a little thing on and you get and you get dressed up and you do the dance with her and it is absolutely it just touches your heart in a way you just be like yo wow this is like and then all the dads feel the exact same way you see it in their face and we're all and you do a choreographed dance and you walk her out man it it's, it's priceless. You I want to do it. You got to do it in the house. Evie, why don't you start one and then... Yeah, Evie you should invite, start yeah. If you start it, right. Evie, do the daddy you daughter will, dance. You, you can do it be, at the car show. You will be heroic. You're right. Just, get, you got to create, I promise you. Do the It'll be so many dance. dads be like, Evie, thank you, man. Got me over here by my car crying, man. <laughs> Yo, that's I can't the... believe you did this at the car show. Or you can Evie. do it at like one of your... Um, 
one of the buying houses, flipping homes. Uh, nah, nah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, think make about it doing it. Make it an event. Make it an event, <laughs> and it's for fathers and their daughters only. And it's a it's a dinner, and it's a situation where you can share with your daughter and create that moment. Your daughter never forget it, bro. It's, now, can it be a guy we just call daddy? This fool. <laughs> you can't come here. You, you definitely can't come, can't come here. But me and daddy want to come. No, you can't come. She's like, can I bring my sugar daddy? No, no. Now, on, on another episode yeah. on, on your podcast, you talked to Tony Rock yes, about sir. the infamous slap. So what were your thoughts on the slap? You've been in, you've been in the industry That went viral. Time. Both of these guys. Yeah, your, your yeah that went viral. Yeah. <laughs> I think the slap, man, was, was to me was unfortunate, you know, because... On a lot of levels. First, it was it was it was disservice to each other, to Will and to Chris, because it's like, yo, man, we're we're all in this game trying to win. Mm -hmm. This ain't the place for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being completely honest. I was just like, yo, I thought it was a skit. I was like, please tell me they playing. Like this is crazy. This is the Oscars, and I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the I'm one of the Academy members, bro. So I get all the emails. So I know what's popping, right? Mm -hmm. This is an important moment for Will Smith to me. I'm like, yo, you know, I voted for Will. I'm like, yo, they got to give Will his Oscar on this one. This is crazy. He murdered that role. He did. I was like, please, God, let this not be no shenanigans. Give Will Smith his flowers, right? I'm rooting for the brother. I'm like, come on, Will. You know, I'm sitting in the crib like, come on, Will, right? And so when that happened, I was like, oh, no. Oh no, not tonight. Whoa, this is skit. No, it's not. I thought it was oh, a skit. I was like, oh my God, this is real, real. So now I'm like embarrassed. As a black man, I'm embarrassed. Because all your like, white friends the next day gonna be like, hey, so what did you think of that slap in the morning? Oh. And I, I'm like, and I don't know why I would be taking this so personal, because I always feel like I'm representing every black man on the planet. Right. When every time I do something, I feel like I'm representing you, mm -hmm. you. I feel like that's why I'm doing it. Like, I want to be an example of what we, and Will literally has been an example his whole career. Absolutely. So, like, so I would have never expect, like, that would happen. So as I'm processing, I'm like, yo, this really happened in real time. This is bananas. Like, is this a assault situation? Like, I didn't know which way it was going to go. So I'm sitting there going, wow, man, what are we going to do? And so I think what should have happened in hindsight, he should have brought him up right there when he did his acceptance. He should have grabbed him right there, apologized on the spot, not let it go by. Like if you could redo it, I think he should have embraced him, apologized to him in the moment that he accepted his thing and made it a nice bow. But if you were Chris Rock, would you have wanted to go up there and after that happened? Probably, I don't know if you, I would have brought him up. But I, maybe yeah. he didn't go He didn't go up there. He should have acknowledged it. Yeah, acknowledged it. In the moment. I think that would have cleaned it up a little better. But now it's, you know, it was one of those moments that you can't fix. You know, you can't go back. You could be sorry, but you can't fix it. it to me, it overshadowed Questlove's moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You forget Questlove got an Oscar that night. Yeah. You forget that the first... um. Uh, deaf actor won an Oscar. It's mm -hmm. never happened. There was a lot and of And Will Packer produced it Will the first Packer, time. Yeah, yeah. Like Will did and shout, shout out, out to, to Will. Awesome. Yo, yo, y'all did your thing. Shayla killed it. Yes, mm -hmm. So the whole show was entertaining for once. You know, because sometimes the yeah. Oscars, you're like, just get to Biz Actor. <laughs> just get, You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to me, um, just putting a nice button on it, it was an unfortunate situation that we all should learn from that, yo, man, one 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 false move could could, could change your whole tra trajectory in your life. 
Right, and, and and I know Tony Rock was upset as he should. Like people, were like, oh, he's going too far. That's his brother. Yeah, that's period. His, that's his brother. He's like, gonna how express you can go how mad he is more brother. than like, Chris Rock. Really I, didn't know was, I didn't even know it was ten of them. Right, it's <laughs> a lot. It's Yo, a lot of rocks. I was, walk, a lot I was of walking rocks. down. I was walking in my parking lot the other day, yeah. right? <laughs> and the brother pulled up to me. He's like, "Yo, what up, Envy?" I said, "What's up?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm one of the rocks. I'm so and so rock." I had to think. I said, "Did I say anything about one of them?" Yeah, like, "What's rock there? What's rock? Can I say something about?" No, I just say I mess with the show. But that's what he's supposed to do, especially when you have. You know, because we got people in the family. You got yeah. members in your family that's about that life. Like, they want to fight. Period. Then you got members in the family that ain't about that life. Right. But the members of the family that's about that life going to stick up for that one all the Absolutely, time. Absolutely. And we have to think about that because he did have a little issue with Chris Rock at a point. I did. Me and, me and Chris... Well, you, you don't know our issue? No, what happened? Why would he know this? Because right. it was... It, I mean, it, was, it went viral for a second. So... <laughs> Look at your face. I was coaching... <laughs> oh, shit. I was coaching my daughter's... Okay. ...basketball team. Okay. Chris Rock and my daughter are the same. Chris Rock's daughter and my daughter are the same age. Okay. So his daughter played on the opposing team. Okay. So I my see girls. Where this is going. Yeah, this is a silly beef. <laughs> my girls went up to Chris after the game we won and was like, Can I have an autograph? And he said, No. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Right? This was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I, I took it offensive. I would have too. Next day, we had another game, back to back games. Okay. Right? Uh -oh -oh. So we have a good girl that was really good. So. She had testing to do, so I picked up from the test to make sure she could actually play. Yeah, because she's your star. She's, we she, about to give it to him. Right. I already know where you're at. <laughs> so I didn't take her out the game. At all. No. She has 70. We, we, we blew them out by 84. Come on, now that's disrespectful. <laughs> I love you. Blew that's disrespectful. 84. You had to. Right? And, no. You know, this is before me and Chris knew each other. Right, right, right. right. I mean, you so, know, so this we, is sports stuff that you got to understand. Sports, it's sports and daddy stuff combined. But he had to, He had Kobe. But so think he, about the other girls on the team. Uh, we're not so bad. We're not <laughs> <laughs> So he's cursing at me at the game. You no. Know, he's yelling at me and this, that, and the other. So I lead a girl in even more. Oh, no. Hit a three. No. Pick a roll. Dude, you going in. I'm going in. Why are you... It is what it is. Because you can't. So okay. then after the game, my girls go go to him again. Can we get a, can we get a picture? No, because your coach is a dick. You know. I mean, that's a good reason. So that was it. So you know, I went on the radio the next okay. morning and, and you know, brought it up, shitted yeah. on him a little, bit, little bit, a little bit, and then he came up here and then we squashed it out. But you know, it was you know. But bro, listen, well, that, that but that's a, that that is one of those moments. Like it's it's a beautiful dad moment. Because we'll do anything for our daughters Absolutely. and our kids. So it's like for you to say no to my child, you saying no to yeah, me. That, that so that's, that's personal. Because I, I I had the same scenario, mm -hmm. ready, but a little different. So it's Kobe's last game at the Clippers game. And my son was the, uh, he was a Clipper boy. Like he was, you know, getting the towels and this stuff. So coach hooked him up and he was, he was at the game. So my son said, daddy. I got to get an autograph with Kobe Bryant. I said, okay, cool, cool. I was like, at the end of the game. So I see Kobe at halftime, and I'm like, yo, this is my little man, right? He was like, yo, that's your man. I said, yeah. I said, can he get an autograph after the game? He said, I got you. Cool. Okay. So I'm good. I'm like, Kobe said yes. We good. Boom, last Daddy game. It year. means a lot. Mm -hmm. It means a lot. And Shaquem will tell you this is true, right? Mm -hmm. So Shaquem was with his with his son. We backstage. And I'm I'm in my feelings a little bit because it's looking like Kobe is not going to do it. He's got every, he's got 30, 40 people asking him questions, whatever. He don't see me. I'm standing there feeling like a groupie a little but, bit. But you're trying to get seen. You're trying to be seen. But you're like, this is my but son. I'm, but, yo, I'm doing this, yo. You see? I'm doing this like... This is my little man. This is the kid that I had. Remember the kid that Remember you my said? man that you said? Don't forget my man. Right. So I'm sitting there, right? And Shaquem is right next to me. And I'm like, Sha, 
Am I playing myself? I'm, I'm, I'm so Jersey right now. I'm, I'm bugging. Cause now you did. Cause you I'm like, yo, How this is forty minutes. Forty beat. minutes. Got you baking. I'm like, yo, Kobe got me looking crazy in front of my son. And, I'm like, Dad and my don't son, know and my Dad son's don't like that. I thought you knew him. Oh, <laughs> hit you with that. Oh my hit god. You I thought you so knew. Angela, I'm, I'm, I'm spazzing, but I'm trying to contain myself. <laughs> Shaquem is like, yo, B, ease up. Ease up. It's for your son, B. You in your feelings. Relax. And as he's saying that, Kobe go, yo, B, come on, let me sign you. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, my ears was about to blow off. I don't know why I took it so personal. <laughs> so I, I can relate to you. I was like, my son is eight. He loves you, man. Please. <laughs> What if your son would have been like, it's okay, dad, forget it. It'll no, look like it's gonna happen. Dad. My son, I could tell him. He was like, yo, dad, I don't think he I don't think you know him like that. <laughs> he started scratching like dad. You know, we can go to the car. It's all right, dad. We can leave. We are I mean, I thought you and him was cool. See, this is an ego thing, because Envy, I feel I like you're the same yes. way. It's yes. an ego thing. Yes. It comes in there. Yes. You try not. I met everybody, like, like honestly. I Michael met, Jackson. I mean, I met everybody, so everybody. I'm not like, I wasn't getting vape. I was kind of just in my feelings because I, I think I was embarrassed because for my son or so. I don't no. know where I went with it. You know what I'm talking about. Like, I was like, yo, yo, Cole, you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then we oh laugh, me and Chris laugh about it all the time because none of our daughters play basketball at all. Like, they don't even care about basketball. Period. So it was more about me and him yeah. than the girls. The girls That's what like, I'm saying. It didn't have anymore. nothing to do. They were innocent bystanders. <laughs> they were innocent bystanders. <laughs> that is actually funnier. They play basketball. You're like, they don't even play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> don't even think about it no more. Uh -oh. that, and that was the ego one. And the one time they kicked me out of Kevin Hart's comedy show. Because they had it. How Listen, you get kicked that, out of that's show? You're the nicest guy in the world. And he thinks he has privileges that he's like, can do stuff that other people can't do. So if they tell you at the beginning of the show, put your phones away, the phones have to be, do not use your <laughs> not, phone. Not, not, if not you envy. take your phone out, we will escort you that. out. The phone rang. Hey, what's up, babe? It was like, sir, you got to get out. I'm like, <laughs> you bugging. You bugging. Like, <laughs> he was like, Kevin. I'm, I'm like, Kevin. 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 <laughs> Kevin! Kevin! Are you serious? They made him leave. No way. And you, know what Ke and you know what Kevin said? That's right. <laughs> he was like, I seen you. He was like, I seen you. But I told you, no phone. I had to use you as an example. No. Right I know I you was who high. you are. Yo, I know you was high. Where was y'all at? In Philly. It was it was his show in Philly. Oh, no. It was packed. It was sold out. So did everybody they you were you with? They film, though, did they? No, because you, you couldn't have no cameras. Yeah, thank God. Me. Thank God. It so that's good. I was sitting in the second row. It's a phantom story. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited. But the funny thing is, I DJed the pre-show in the front while people nope, came by. They matter. know you. They stop matter. playing, bro. They know me. They told you no phones. Threw my ass right out. That was like when Kevin Hart, Um, it was the Philly or something. It was at a Super Bowl or something, and Kev tried to walk up on that. Stage and they gave him the five. I call it the five Ooh, fingers. Yeah. Yo, my man. <laughs> he was like, oh, me <laughs> in my city. You, you just see the was like, no. Nah. Yeah. He tried to push it off. He was like, no. <laughs> like, but nah, does you everybody ain't get, not with? up here, shorty? Not, not up here. Not man. right now. Not right now. Kev was like, what? <laughs> that hurts too because that's on camera. Yeah, that that's was worse a, when it's on camera. Mine wasn't on camera. I just, but like, so God, did everybody though. you're with have to leave also, everybody, or did they well, get to stay? They just left with me though. They they left because. They were throwing me out, and I was the ride. So they was. You gotta like, go. I would have. They mad at you. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's quiet in the car. It's quiet in the car. Daddy got us kicked I'm out. I'm not gonna lie. I would have stayed, and I'd have been like, I couldn't find you. We couldn't use our phone. Oh, that's foul. She is she tricky, she's good. She's good. Angela. 
I gotta stay your friend because she tricky. <laughs> I gotta be on her good side, Envy. Now, now, not to talk about bad news, but Go. you know, in the last couple of months, we know that you've been going through a lot. Yes, with sir. Pain and everything, yes. and, and we've seen the story in TMZ. So, how's the family now? And how's everybody healing your wife? Wow, and- it's just hard. You know, I'll be honest with you. You know, you you don't get over losing your parents. Like it's just like one of those things. You just gotta take a day at a time. Like mm-hmm. you. You, like I, I tell people, like you'll have a great day, and then another day you might have a half a good day. Then one day you might have a whole bad day until you're able to level out. The thing for me that's been helpful is you know working, and I got things to do that kind of like not let me sit in it because it's not going to change, unfortunately. And it's just one of those things that sucks your energy now because you get depressed, you know what I mean? And then you don't radiate where, like where I want to radiate now with all these projects and things that are going, I got to get up here and I don't want to be depressed and stay gotcha. down here. But you sometimes you can't help it. You yeah, go, you, you just, gotta, it's, it's just reality. Yeah, because I think it's expected too. Like you should yeah. be at times depressed and sad about it. And then yeah, there'll be moments just, that you feel better. I just had a moment yesterday that was profound so i'm um waiting t- for you to tape your show we were talking I- about that earlier we was like only what? vets come on time yeah. she was like she was like he was he on time three hours early yeah i it was stupid but whatever. he left and then came back another 30 yeah. minutes early. yeah like, I, I came here i wanted to I'm do like, it that's what you do that was like i'm old school it was like because i'm always on time too and so but you know a lot of times people be late but i feel like that's a professional thing yeah i don't want to be you know no no ghetto stuff but real quick so yesterday i was having um a, like pretty good day or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I run into Mike Geronimo. Really? This is the most random story. You know I got great stories, but so I'm I'm in the studio, he's going to record and we we pass each other in the in the hallway and he's like, Yo, Bill, Geronimo, and I know his voice. Right, right, right. And I was like, Yo, Mike, what's up? Is that you? He was like, Yeah, what's up? I'm like, oh my God. So we catch up, blah, blah, blah. And out of nowhere, he asked me, he said, How you doing, B? And I knew, I was like, do you know something? The way he said it, like, how you doing? No, no, for real, how you doing? And I was like, am I? And he was like, yeah, um, I know what happened. And I was like, oh my God, you know, don't make me cry, bro. Like, what's going on? So then he said to me, which was so profound, he was like, what would your father want from you right now? Would he want you to be this sad or would he want you to move on and keep moving mm. and keep your head up? And I was like, yo, what made you say that? He was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was so, it was, yo, it was like Speaking everything I you. needed. Yeah. Everything I needed, he put me on 20. And I know you was thinking, from Mike Geronimo? Yeah, <laughs> like the most coolest profound? street, profound. He hit me with like like a spirit spoke through him. <laughs> and the only reason I ran into him because I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's where you were. I was, I was like, going what to is the he bathroom. Doing? Yeah, yeah, I was going to the bathroom and he was leaving and I was just like, yo. That's but dope. he But shout he helped Mike me G. out. Yeah. So shout out to Mike Geronimo. That is dope. You've also been talking about this. Mm. Uh, part two, the sequel for How, How to, to Be a Player. Be, yeah. You've been talking about this for almost 10 years now. Yeah, because well, I Bill just, still look like 21. So yeah, I can still pull it. it off, right? I just got to get ripped a little bit because I got to have my shirt off in a couple scenes. So I'm going to have to stop <laughs> the bagels and I love bagels. So um, I, I, I came up with an idea, though, mm-hmm. that I want her in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, but she, you know, you can't be drinking in the movie. Not I the won't. whole movie, just one scene. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be walking through. You want another you one? Want another <laughs> one? Another one? Come on, Bill. <laughs> she said she said we should do an all girls version. Yeah, but a woman's version of How to Be a Player, That'd 2023. Would, would you you, you going to be the star of it? 
I don't know if I could be the star, but I but you're gonna be in it because you a player though. How you do it? I'm gonna help write it. She got all the moves. She know how to do it. We came up yesterday. We were talking about this is the funniest. Yo, do you know how slick women in and how they stick together when Mm -hmm. they got a lie? She said her teams, like a girls, they practice scenarios. (laughs) So when they come up, they're good. Like Navy SEALs. Bro, let me tell you about Angela Yee. Oh my God. Tell you just one story. Okay. Uh, Nets are playing in Brooklyn. Okay. Right? I'm watching on TV. Mm-hmm. I see Hove sitting at the at the at the game. Mm-hmm. Angela Yee told me she was going on a date. Right, right. She goes on a date, <laughs> and I guess the seats weren't as good as Hove. We were in the box. We had box seats. They had box seats. But right? you looking up? It was too high. Right. You, you want to hear I mean, sneakers? Open bar. You like? I want to hear sneakers. Bill, oh. halftime. I see Hove. She sit next to Hove, <laughs> and then next to Mike Kaiser. You lying? Left her date in three hundred by himself. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'll where be is he right now? Back. Just like your daughter, your daughter don't he? play basketball no more. She said, "Where is he now? <laughs> he out the game." Yeah, he don't play no she more. She was like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> this... came back. No, she not. No, I was, I was honest. I was like, "Look, I'm gonna I go was sit courtside." <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't lie. <laughs> what you gonna be mad about that? You, you enjoying the box? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it wasn't even well, like it was, it was texted like, "How's the box?" Yeah, I mean, enjoy your open bar. We I'm did good. a toast Next... before I went down. You d- ah! <laughs> <laughs> she like bonsoir. Yo, I can't believe you did that, but Why? I'm proud of you. It's a G move, though. I mean, who wouldn't do that, though? But but see, th- here's the thing: you are accustomed to a certain lifestyle, <laughs> you know, and the privileges. And the box was too hot. She her nose was leaking up there. <laughs> leaking up there. <laughs> But it wasn't it wasn't a real date. He yes, was like, was. Do you want to go to the game? I don't that's know if that's a, date. a date. That is a date. He was trying to pursue. He didn't that pick is me up. Date. He didn't pick you up. Y'all just met there? Yeah. I, no, you gotta yeah, go down there. So yeah. Go down. yeah, it ain't it ain't official. I didn't get no flowers. Nothing. It's not a date. He stepped his game up. Oh my no. goodness. Deuces. So, oh, you know what else you talked about that I want to address too? What's, What's that? that? This whole entanglement. You talked about oh, it on your special. You like that? She did really like, oh, my God, I'm proud of you. <laughs> no, because it's interesting because, you know, I did the August interview where mm. he talked about it for the first time. Oh, okay. And everybody was like, oh, my God, it's true. But, you know, there's always whispers about things that are happening in Hollywood and people right. kind of knew about it, as you were saying. Yeah. But it was like a shock to the rest of the world. Do you think that's something as a man that you could get over? An entanglement? Like mm-hmm. the, what, what happened? Wow. I mean, you probably can. I mean, in, in time, but I, like I said, for guys, our egos are humongous. And, you know, you got to kind of be like, you got to throw it over your shoulder like the drink mm-hmm. or you never going to get past it. It's just going to be a stumbling block. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't. I think if you do it, don't ask too many questions because you get in there, you done. <laughs> like, you know, was it better than me, babe? Oh, what, man, what, y'all don't want to know oh, that. Oh, I don't know. Now, see, you can't get in there. That's like doing a, a threesome and then your girl leave for the other dude. Ooh. That's basically oh, what happens. Okay, for the other dude. You know what I'm saying? But, or the other woman because that happens that too. That can happen too. I've, I've seen that happen. I thought you would say it happened to you. No, 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 no. Like, Thank God, because that's too much drama. That's a super <laughs> entanglement. But what I'm saying is, like, with with the uh, Will and Jada situation, the reason I wrote that joke because it was something that like I heard about, heard about, heard heard about, and then when it got revealed, and I just studied it, I just had I gotta find an angle on it that's funny. 
even though it's a tough situation. And that's how I got to the men being a side chick. Cause mm -hmm. guys don't realize, you know, in that situation, you you basically are the side chick. Like, mm -hmm. you know, she not leaving her man for you. You know, you 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 the cleanup. Right. right. You know, you come, you get the Tuesday, Wednesday joint. <laughs> you ain't getting no weekends. You get Groundhog Day. <laughs> Groundhog Day. <laughs> Do you actually go too far? You always go too far. Because I, I said, I said, I said in the special, <laughs> you got to learn your holidays when you're a side chick because you can't get the, the main holidays. Yeah. Not the majors. April Fool's Day and Groundhog Day. <laughs> See, she, she, give me some. See, Amy, you got to watch it. I think you're going to find it. Yeah, some. it's really funny. It I'm actually is. I'm going to watch it this weekend. It's yeah, hilarious. It's, it's, it's hilarious. really funny stuff in it. It's such a, a really New York attitude in it that you uh I did a joke about Takashi that went viral like it was just about <laughs> how um I would be a snitch too like you know what I'm saying like I'm not doing 52 years or whatever they they offered him was a lot of years like mm -hmm. that's a lot so I'm telling mm -hmm. like tell <laughs> I'm, I'm telling we're not going to negotiate this yeah cuz a lot of people will be like listen the code is right everybody wants you to be everybody say the code is real till it's 55 years that's right like that's a that's a good amount of time to be away like you telling envy i'm not doing no crime but i'm just saying i'm not it depends who am i telling on but it's 55 years. He's telling. He's telling. He's telling. Envy, you're He's not telling. going to it envy. Envy, envy is I telling. feel close enough to you to tell you you're not doing 50 <laughs> years telling. for nobody. It depends. You're, if you're, it's a week, Envy's telling. It depends. Like, uh, if, if it's... Could you sit down for, for a weekend for your man? So he... So a weekend from a man? For yeah, one of course. your best friends, yeah. whatever. For Can weekend? you sit down for Absolutely. a weekend? You could do it clean. Yeah, clean. But 50 years... He lying if he act yo, like yo fifty get your back tight cause yeah. you know what fifty is. Envy... Fifty is a minute. Mm -hmm. Like ooh yo you be like my man man like <laughs> stop <laughs> it like yo is he my cousin or my play cousin? Yeah, my, my, is he yo, my brother? Or so is he so the, the, the funny the funny thing about it is it makes you question where you at with it. Right. Like okay are you that loyal or is loyalty crazy for you? Cause that's a less amount of loyalty that makes no sense to me. Like I didn't do the crime you did. Yeah and. Nobody now, if I didn't do the crime. No, your boy, you you are a witness to something. And if you tell, if you tell, you get off. Oh, if I didn't do the crime? Yeah, because sometimes you get it for be just being there. Oh, oh, what? Mikey! <laughs> See, he's telling. You got to tell him, Mikey. Mikey, they caught us. They caught you, Mikey. They caught you. <laughs> they caught you. <laughs> Come out. Come, Mikey! You, yo, Mike, I got, your, I got all your stuff out here. <laughs> I'm going to hold it till you get out. Now, question. Uh, uh, Charlamagne interviewed uh, Arsenio Hall. Yes. And he said when the show was over, you were supposed to replace him. Yes. Is there any truth to that? Yes. There, there was, there was, there, yeah, there was, so, it was really an interesting situation. So, they were looking for the next guy. I was literally, like, on the runway. I was sitting there. I had a deal. Um, I forget which network I had to deal with at the time. And so when Arsenio was leaving, I was kind of coming up in that little gap area right there. And so I had a show, the Bill Bellamy show. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know what actually went wrong, but like at the last second, they was like, we're not going to do it. Damn. I was right there too. Uh -huh. I was like with the suit and everything. Ding. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. This is like that's how it's life goes. Maybe, 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 maybe somebody was like, yeah, you know, they you know, old school mafia style. Nah, it can't happen. Damn it. Now now we always ask this before anybody leaves. Mount uh -huh. Rushmore of comedians. Who's on your Mount Rushmore? Uh that's pretty easy for me. Okay. 
right, so we're going to go with everybody that I know influenced my career. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Um, Bill Cosby. Cosby. Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Did I get one more, right? One more. Mm-hmm. One more. I'm going to go with George Carlin. George Carlin. Okay. So it's a little different because mm-hmm. there's other people I could put in there, but I'm just going by people that influenced me that made me really want to be comedians, like storytelling, mm-hmm. uh, honesty, um, jokes, jokes, style. You know what I mean? Like those four comics off the top of my head were the ones that made me like, oh, dang, man, that looked fun as hell. Mm-hmm. Like just be up there talking for hours. <laughs> how do they never run out? I used, to, I, never, I used to say to myself, how do they not run out of stuff to say? Right. Yeah. They talk an hour? No, it's it's listen, material. But that's right. why your special is amazing. So Thank if you, people babe. haven't seen it, they definitely have to yes, check it out. Check I it want out. my life back. I want my life back and, on Amazon Prime. And top billing with Bill Bellamy. Yes. Make sure you check out the podcast. Yes. Who else is gonna be on there? I know you've had T.I., you've had Lunell, Tony um, Rock. Um Tony Rock. Uh two shorts next. Okay. Two shorts. Oh, two wow. shorts. He's got uh, great stories. Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get Issa Rae. Nice. Um I'm it's just gonna be like eclectic people that you just be like, oh my God, I wanna hear what they're gonna say. So when we post them, it's every Wednesday. If you're listening right now, uh, if you want to follow us uh, at Top Billing, it's on Breakbeat Media. You can go there. But if you want to just go with a podcast or on Spotify, you put in Top Billing, it will come up, and then you will just be following the show, and you can listen to it or watch it on YouTube. Okay. There it is. Well, we appreciate you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, man. Always. It's Bill Bellamy. Holla! It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Finance provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. 
lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.